0: Ho, 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 and a Merry Christmas. It's onto the ball. We're back. I'm Scott. I'm your host. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Travis Morgan. We're here to blow off the cobwebs of our YouTube channel. We haven't been on for over a week.
1: It's uh, been a minute.
0: Festivities and merriment, but um, I promise we decided to go on to this live before the game kicked off. We're not just here to drink Travis' Rope. tears and another...
1: You finally Another, t- <laughs> <laughs> nah, you another you Man that.
0: United defeat. Oh, Travis, where do we go from here? Apart from the fact that we predicted it, we we knew this was a tough game. Uh, Nottingham Forest absolutely slapped Newcastle on Boxing Day. I watched the game because I had Newcastle on last man standing. So I had a vested interest in the game. And yeah, uh, yeah they absolutely blasted them. Chris Wood was on another level. Um and now they've just beat Man United 2 1. The pressure intensifies for Ten Hag. There's underperformers all over the pitch. There's Rashford, although he got on the score sheet today, he wasn't convincing up top. Aaron Wambasaka took absolute pelters at halftime off of who was it? Who was the
1: Jamie Redden up and Dawson? Yes. What Trad, for, where it? do we go from here? Where do we go? Um, I, I mean, I don't even think when I watched the game, I don't even think it was a case of new manager bounce. I thought you'd expect Forrest to be the one who would have wanted to stop United from playing. But the game was just totally the opposite. We were trying to stop them from playing. But the way we set up was like a really, really mid mid to low block. It was like we were the underdogs sitting back waiting for Forrest to come on to us. Like, this can't continue, my lad. Like the fan base keep talking about structure and what we need and DOFs and CEOs and throwing out all these fancy acronyms for the manager to back this manager. I'm like, how many more acronyms can we throw out? DOF CEO. We need this sports analyst scientist Albert Einstein. Like it's just dead. Like it doesn't matter who's upstairs if you're gonna set your team up to sit back against Forest and let them dictate the game. I'm sorry, like, the goals are just going to come, aren't they? Like, you're just inviting pressure against the team that, let's be honest, no disrespect to Nottingham Forest, I live in Nottingham, do you know what I mean? I know a lot of people from there, but like, they're not unbelievable. They've just sat their manager. I know they cut off the back of a great winner away at Newcastle, but apart from Morgan Gibbs-White, if you lock him off, they didn't really have any major threats in the game. Obviously, Alanga's half decent, just pace and power. He's not unbelievably tricky. He's not going to rinse you like that, but you double up on him and you stop Morgan White. I just don't know who else is going to really cause any troubles for them, but we just made the game so easy for them. The way we just sit off and let them have it and then then they get the goal and then we sort of spark into life for five minutes. It's just... It's just very unsustainable under this manager. I mean, we I can I could sit here for two hours talking about Tenog, but how many streams have I been on and just stripped Tenog to pieces? Like, what more can I say? You're always going to get this level of form under it. You'll get a flash-in-the-pan performance, and then we'll go on a six-to-seven-game run of, like, awful performances like today where we, like, might nick the odd game. But the majority will be just losses and, and, and the odd draw in there as well. It's bad, isn't it? But
0: literally, do do take me through the Ten Hard thing again. Where do we go from here? I mean, i seen your tweet about five, ten minutes ago, over to you, Ineos. So Jim Ratcliffe's coming in. You know my feelings on it. It's a recipe for disaster. He's going to mm. be making decisions that are going to cost the Glazers money. They're going to fall out. There's going to be infighting. There's going to be the blame game at each other. It's just I can not see anything other than an absolute mess on the horizon. But before all that comes, from a Man United point of view, they just have to get rid of Ten Hag, don't they? Yeah, but
1: they, I mean, you say that, but they obviously these shares have been given to, like, Ineos and Sir Jim Ratcliffe. They've actually wanted someone to come in and take over the football side. So why? Why do you think that is, Trav? Because yeah, it's like, holding the hands up, being like, we're not football men. We basically, remember that
0: uh, David Moyes meme where he made his desk, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, do you I'm think doing. they literally, like, we just do not know soccer? Yeah. It's a bit basically. embarrassing, isn't it? Um, and if you had a house and someone bought a quarter of it, would you let them make all the decisions about that house?
1: No, Well, well they're, they're not sure you? the business. business. Yeah, but I, I don't well, think... It it is. It's,
0: it's a football fit. operation, isn't it? In a football club. So he's going to make all the football operational
1: decisions. Yeah, but that's no different to them employing football people, is it, in those positions? Like that's what they're saying. They're just basically putting footballing people in those positions. It's just like Liverpool having Michael Edwards as as a yeah, sport. But they won't be able to sack Ratcliffe, will they? Yeah, they won't be able to sack him, but I mean, it, it can't go any, any more wrong than it's going now in terms of the actual football itself. I mean, commercially, we're still doing fantastically as a club. There's debt loaded onto the club and stuff, but we haven't And like, bought on any more debt with with this purchase. I mean, I think we do need footballing people in charge, but I've always made it categorically clear that I don't think it makes much of a difference to the actual football we're seeing. Yes, we might be better in terms of value in the market. We might get some deals over the line more efficiently. We might have better contracts given to players and that in turn might improve parts of the culture of the club. But at the end of the day, like, no, no sporting director is going to gonna stop us from setting up to not lose away at Nottingham Forest. Do you know what I mean? That's on the manager. Everything that you're seeing on the pitch is down to the manager and his staff. So as long as Ten Hag's still in post, we're going to see this. And I, this is what I mean against the Aston Villa. We, we did a great comeback in the second half. We, we pressed. We had the crowd behind us why we didn't keep that level of intensity away at nottingham forest today i just don't know i just don't know why he decides to set up in certain games in a different way there was no intensity we didn't press in the same way i'd like to see us press with aggression a lot higher up the pitch even if we're not going to play out the back i mean we had this like sort of mid to low block but when the ball turned over it's dead slow it's like ericsson then into Evans, then back to ericsson like you should be getting the ball after sucking forest onto you and then, like, trying to counter-attack, they're quickly getting it into Garnacho, getting into Rash. But, I mean, Anthony was terrible as well. I think we'll come on to him. He was that awful. Was, that was my next point, Travis. Yes. Sorry,
0: carry on. We'll yeah, he was awful.
1: But, like, there's just no sort of intent in the way we play. Even if it's counter-attacking, there's no conviction with the way we play. And I'm sorry. that as People can say what they want. I'm going to be very strong with my opinion. It's down to the manager and his staff, the way he sets the sort the instructions he gives us. And, and as well, for me, coaching is about seeing things that you see on match day that need improving and seeing that improving over a duration of time. And Anthony's the biggest example that I can give. Like, we actually work the ball into some half-decent spaces. Anthony gets it. You think, right, there's players in the box. There's four in there waiting. Just get it out your feet and whip it. Even if you're coming back inside on your left foot, predictably and whipping in an inswinger, it's better than what he's doing. He's just dilly-dallying, faffing around on the ball, gets it taken off him and then the mood breaks down. But I'm seeing it, no matter what personnel come in, he gets hooked to half-time, Ahmad comes on and it, it's not much different. So to me, it's just, what are we working on in training? I'd love to see training. I mean, I'm not an expert coach myself, but these performances are just absolutely shocking. I'm, I'm absolutely bored of them, mate
0: and that's the thing. Um, when we come onto these podcasts, we're kind of, I keep mentioning Groundhog Day, but it's kind of, we're mentioning the same things over and over and over again, isn't it? And for yeah. us as football fans, particularly you being a Man United fan, come on, let's get a real here. There's only one massive change that needs to happen and it needs to happen fast.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it does personally. Like I said, a con- whether it's a contingency plan or you can get the money in that you want now, nah, I know there's been murmurs about Graham Potter and stuff like that with the sporting structure. And this sporting structure is going to take six weeks to officially be in place. So whether anything can be done before then remains to be seen. But look, I know we have bantering in the group chat and that, but about me like being stressed and it hurts and all that. But genuinely, I've gone past all of that. Like I know this manager needs to go. So like when I watch these games and I see these performances and I see these results... Like, I just sit there, like, I'm just numb to it. Like, I know it's coming. I watch the game and I'm like, this is going to go exactly how I feel it's going to go. I, I actually thought Forest would beat us 3-0 today.
0: But, like... Yeah, yeah, you said at the start. I did, didn't I? Um, you... I just thought, I've got th- I've got five points on Super 6. I had 2-1 Forrest. Did
1: you? Just remembered. Well, you put a cheeky little um, accumulator on as well. Well, yeah, know? but that's, that's me and on two United. mates. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me and two mates. So, Daz and
0: Bunter for watching, Daz, you've let us down yet again. Daz, that you've was, let us that down, chinky
1: money that was. 44 quid. Yeah, you can't bet on United. I mean, it doesn't get any easier for us. I mean, we've got Wigan in the FA Cup. That's not a banker with the way we're playing. I'm not, I don't, I've not even watched Wigan play, but the way we're playing, it's genuinely not a banker. And then we play, yeah, it's at Old Trafford. And then we play Spurs at home before the international break. So Spurs will fancy themselves coming to Old Trafford. They really will. I mean, a lot of teams have come to Old Trafford and done pretty well. Um, obviously, Palace, Brighton have got wins there. Um, Aston Villa nearly got something. There's teams that have come here and, and done well at Old Trafford and scored goals, so Spurs won't be scared coming to Old Trafford. But look, my personal feeling is the club are going to look at it and think, we're not going to sack him before the end of the season. Whether we sack him or not, where are we, eighth in the table? We're probably not going to finish in the top four, whether we sack him and get somebody in now. I don't I don't know how important that is to the club financially or whatever. If they feel it's very important, they may make a change, but if they don't, I don't think they're going to rush if if the appointment that they can't get now isn't available to the summer. So we'll have to see that. We don't know. He might get more time than the summer. That's what worries me even more. Are we going to back this manager under the new regime? I mean, Ten already spoken about saying he's looking forward to working with the Arsenal. and all these like sounds that are frightening the life out of me, mate. Like, I literally don't... I can't imagine this guy getting another 200 million quid. Like, <laughs> serious. No, Amra, Where was Amrabat today? Regulon's coming on. I'm just seeing a mess. I'm just looking
0: up. there. Yeah. I, I did look at your team before, um, before the game kicked off. You've literally got 11, like, first team players. You've got a whole team, barring uh, a quality goalkeeper um, injured. All Amrabat, Mount, Maguire, Martinez, uh, Hoyland. Yeah, Martinez, Luke Shaw, Regulon. Malassi, you've got all three left-backs, or was
1: Regulon on the bench? Yeah, he was on the bench, he got on. Oh, but yeah, the, we this were. is the thing, it's not an excuse for Forrest, like I'm not, like, I'm well, not Forrest saying... Forrest is decent trap, honestly, did you
0: watch any of the Newcastle game on Boxing Day?
1: Yeah, against, against Newcastle. Newcastle, they,
0: yeah. I'm telling you, they were decent, they look well-drilled now, they've got that new manager bound, so when I seen Man United up next, I thought this will be a real good game. The first half was obviously dreadful. (laughs) I made the thumbnail at halftime. As you know, it was nil-nil. And then I was hardly watched the second half because I was changing it to one-nil, one-each-two-one, changing the the graphic, changing the picture of the player scoring. Um, But yeah, I thought, I I did think
1: Nottingham Forest are going to beat Man United here. Look, Scott, I'm not being being greedy here, bro. Like, I've, I've, I've even put the results to one side. I've said to myself as a fan, I'm looking for some inspiration that's going to inspire me to think, yeah, do you know what? If we get this manager the right tools, we can challenge in a couple of years. Like, that's all I'm saying. I want to see something in the performances that gives me some sort of spark and inspiration that I can get behind and say, as a fan, do you know what? What I'm seeing is going to be a good End product in a couple of years' time, but I'm I'm not even seeing that. I'm seeing awful signs. Like I'm literally not seeing any signs. Like I watch a game and I just don't see one piece of combination play. Like I don't see a one-two. I don't see a little round the corner. I don't see anything that thinks that was off the training ground. Like they look, they did that at training. Like I just see a collection of players put onto a pitch and ten are just like hoping. Like the goal today, we scored because the keeper gave it away and Garnato slide tackled and in, intercepted the pass and gave it to Rashford, you know what I mean? Like That's got absolutely nothing to do with like carving a chance. Like we didn't carve anything. We had the chance at the end from the corner where Bruno's had the chance in the end of the box. But I'm just like, what is going on? Like, we just, we, we just literally can't continue the way we're playing at the moment. So it's bad times for United, man, under this gaffer. It really is. I just just put my dog in the tumble dryer. hope you didn't tell Um,
0: him. But yeah. um, Listen, just look at the team, Trav. Look at the team, right? Obviously, it is going to get a little bit worse because Anana's off to AFCON, isn't he? Mm. I think that was his last game.
1: Yeah.
0: It'll be him like Mo Salah away till February. Yeah. Uh, Because he's got a decent... He's in the decent... Is it Senegal he is? Cameroon, Cameroon. Cameroon. Mm. Um, So he'll go far in that. I mean, look at your team, right? You've got Anana. You know I'm not his biggest fan, but he's yeah, going yeah. away for January. Wan-Bissaka was honking, right? He's he's not going to make it, is he? He's not yeah. going to be in a title-winning Man United team. No. Varane is full-out of the manager. He's not going to be running through brick walls. Johnny Evans, the year is 2024, Travis, and Man United have got Johnny Evans at centre of defence. Yeah. That's a red flag, isn't it? Yeah. Dallow at left back is a right back. Kobe yeah. Minou, he's a Ute, fair play. Christian Eriksen, he was half dead three years ago. Yeah, uh, Anthony is going to go down as pound for pound the biggest flop in the Premier League. Like He's he's going to be like Nicolas Pepe levels. Yeah, Do you he's agree? Good. He's, he's going to get released on a free the way he's going unless he bucks his ideas up quick. And as Gary Neville said on the comms, he, it's like he needs to figure himself out. Is he needs to figure out a style that his, his teammates can expect from him. And I thought that was it. that was a good analogy. He stopped just short of saying he should watch Mo Salah and study Mo Salah's game. He literally said he needs to watch some other wingers in his position, and yeah. he was on the cusp of saying, "Watch Mo Salah, study his game, and try to replicate it." He's but absolutely he's just- nothing
1: like Mo Salah, but he hasn't—he hasn't even got that explosive nature like Salah is. I think Gary Neville sort of compared him to Riyad Mahrez, which is yes, more so similar it. in style. But yeah, he's not explosive enough. You can't go by people in that sort of fashion. Um, but no, I don't feel sorry for Anthony. I did I did before because I was like, he needs people to link with, he needs a centre-forward that he can play little one-twos, give and goes. He needs a consistent right-back that will overlap and take people away and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, the fundamentals aren't there. But from what I'm seeing from him as an individual, like I'm seeing decisions where he, was, he popped up on the left because he just, from where the ball break down, I think it was like a corner and he was on on defensive duty from a corner corner broke down and he ended up on the left hand side and he had just dallow on the outside of him just a simple five yard pass unmarked and he tries to thread it through this defender's legs into the striker's feet and the defender just shut his legs and blocked it and I was like I'm sorry like I hammered the manager but there's nothing that can legislate for that decision that you've just made like I'm not just Going to pile in on Tenog and say these players are absolutely void of any sort of criticism at all. Some of the players' decisions have been absolutely awful as well. So, yeah, Anthony is it? He's top of the list at the moment for underperformance. He's been absolutely terrible. Like, to be fair, against Villa, he didn't play, and I don't think he would have played today if Horland wasn't ill. But still, like you just expect some so much more from an 80 million pound player. Just the bare minimum, the basics, like simple five-yard passes, bro. Like, he should be able to do that. He shouldn't need like an unbelievable system to just make good choices with your passing and just your basics. So yeah, he he was awful today. And he is literally gonna be a predict. Like Nicholas Pepe, he's going to leave on a free
0: whenever his contract runs down or is terminated by mutual consent. That's how bad he is, unless he can turn it around. Of course, Fernandez, uh, the last three players. Fernandez, you know my feelings. He turns thirty next birthday. Time is running out for him to be in a successful Man United team. Garnacho's hard. Rashford is hard, but he's so out of sorts. He got a goal today. He started up top in the absence of Hoyland. Um, But if you think of that 11 there, I mean, how far away is that from your strongest 11 that you would ideally have on paper? And take Ten Hag out of it, so Sancho might be in your strongest 11 or someone like that. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. Obviously, Martinez comes back. You have Shaw at left back. I mean, it's basically, it's a million miles away from your strongest
1: um, 11. I'm not even sure if you have
0: Mason Mount in there, would you? Casemiro, Mason
1: Mason Mount. Casemiro over Ericsson. I'd have Anthony out. Um, Maybe I'd put, so I'd put probably Casemiro, Mino and Bruno, um, Martinez, and then obviously Shaw or Malassia left back. But like you said, it's there's about three or four that I'd start if everyone was fit, but it's not like wholesale changes. Like, oh my God, if, if everyone was fit, we absolutely packed them in. Like, if, if you look at the stats, it's a very even game. The possession is false because like, I know we've had more of the ball, but like, when Sporis scored, they sort of just sat off and soaked it up and we didn't look like scoring. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing that mm. clear-cut chances, zero, that sums it up. We had one clear-cut chance, no clear-cut chances in the whole game. They had one clear-cut chance and we had more of the ball than them. So that just sums up exactly what I'm talking about. We don't create clear-cut chances. So it's no wonder Hoyland doesn't score many goals because he it, it doesn't get chances. And he wasn't even in the team today and we still didn't create. So it, there's huge problems with the system, the style, the approach. It's like a, an amalgamation of like four different systems. It's like half press, half block, just half of everything. There's not one full style. It's just... I don't know, man. It's just so dead to watch. Like even from a neutral, like if you're a neutral and you don't enjoy watching Man United, apart from the fact that we lose most of the time when we're on TV, then it's just so dead. Like I just neutrals don't enjoy watching us, and that's always the biggest red flag. If like you're not looking forward to watching Man United, now, I enjoy watching Man City. I, know I love know. watching Man United. Put him. I love watching Man United. What's, What's you doing? Of course, you do (laughs) get packed in every week. But I, like I said, even as putting rivalry aside, I like watching Arsenal. I like watching Liverpool. I like watching Man City. I even like watching some of Chelsea's stuff. I know they're not getting the results. I like watching Chelsea. Brighton, I love watching. I look at all these clubs and I think I love watching the way that they play Spurs. But United, man we are just so dead like it felt like not even for the first time but today i was watching this game and i was thinking this feels like a waste of my time like i could just be putting Mm. harry potter on or a terminator or something like that and it's just like a film or something and i'm watching this dead game like i'm just becoming more and more reluctant to watching these players man it's just so bad Yeah,
0: I've got to admit, it's not often that I sit down and feel so confident that I'm going to watch a Man United loss here. That's literally, and I know you might think it's a bit of banter, the the rivalry and the group chats and that, but I honestly think Man United are one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, It's like you can see it. They're the worst coach, the worst drilled. You're not going to expect anything amazing um, in terms of like build-up play or combination play. Yeah, you're going to get Garnatio lashing one in top corner, overhead kick. but that's no different to where you were from all age. Remember, you used to always say to me, yeah. he's getting saved by moments of brilliance
1: rather than like, say, a team performance. But is Tenog it? How are, how are they different in terms of like level of manager? I know Ten has got slightly more credentials with his Champions League run, but when you think about the Dutch league, it's not one of europe's top 5 leagues like this is what people need to realize like as as excited as we were about tanag he was a risk coming to a club like united from ajax is a huge jump without any sort of europe top european experience in between so To come in, he's not cut the mustard. It's as simple as that. People can talk about injuries. People can talk about structure. He's not cutting the mustard. Do you know what I mean? With his resources that he's got. Do you think he flattered to deceive last year, Trav? In terms
0: of a top four finish? Or did you finish third or fourth? Third, yeah. Third, obviously scooping the League Cup. Do you think that was a fluke?
1: No, because it's over a 38-game span. Like, It's not a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. I think if you look at the way we approach games last year to this year, it's totally different. Like we, he said this at the start of preseason, he wants to become the best counter pressing team in the league. We didn't counter press last year. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of teams, when they played Man United last year in Ten first season, were a lot more wary. They didn't know what to expect. We made some big signings like Casemiro and Martinez and stuff like that. And I think teams respected us a lot more. So naturally, they sat off us, especially at home, and they let us dictate the game. And we won a lot of games against the smaller teams. We obviously, Last year, our record against the bigger teams was exactly the same as it is this year. We still struggled against the good opposition, but against the smaller teams, they respected us a lot more last year and we ended up getting better results. The football, again, wasn't great. I mean, De Gea, um, golden glove winner, kept a lot of clean sheets last year. And there was a, still a lot of games last year. I can remember saying, even though we was winning, we was like, how did we win that game? Do you know what I mean? Like, we weren't battering teams, but we were getting by and we won the cup and there was a really good feel for good factor. But this year, we've just not kicked on. I think we've changed the style. We've dropped off a little bit. I think we don't press teams. We let teams, we invite pressure and we paid the price. And the biggest thing for me is, like, Rashford's goals have dried up now. Like, they papered over the cracks a lot last year. We've got the same deficiencies without his goals, and, and we really, really are feeling it this year. Look at that last six games, Travis. It's all
0: rankles me so much that you got out of Anfield with a nil nil. Uh, it's going to take me a, a little while to get over that. You're still uh, not over that nil nil. <laughs> it just it sticks out like a sore thumb. It like, Mate. it felt like a defeat. That's what it felt like. But imagine mm. that was a red as well, which it should have been. Uh, that'd be five. Defeats defeat from the last out six. of six. That is sackable for Manchester United, Travis. I know, like maybe within uh, the corridors of Manchester United, they forget about the club, the history, the tradition, but you will not. This is Manchester United, Travis.
1: I don't this know. This guy should be
0: gone. I don't I don't know. care if you get a caretaker in something to give these players a kick up the ass, even if it's just till the end of the season, they go again in the summer trying to find the
1: next. The guy that's him. How many... De- <laughs> Wait, sorry, I'm laughing. How many have we actually lost in the league now? Is it nine? ten? <laughs> I think it's nine losses in the league. Like, that is so... Like, I can't even get over that, bro. Like, nine losses out of 20. <laughs> that is so... <laughs> that is nearly half the games we've lost. And it should be ten, because that one drawer there oh, is at Anfield... Dude. That is so. Ah, I'm absolutely vexed. I've never known a man new manager ever to lose half the matches ever at any stage no. in the tenure. That is so bad, and still be seventh in the league. That's th- another odd thing about it, isn't it? Yeah. But look, if you look at it now, Chelsea are three points off us with a better goal difference. If those teams below us, Wolves included, down to eleventh, if those. Four teams just win the next game and we lose. We drop to eleventh. Like it's just so bad. Like you can't. That could quite feasibly happen. Our next league game is Spurs. If we lose to Spurs and two of those teams win, we could end up tenth, mate. Like it's literally. I don't know how low we have to sink until the club think this is this is unacceptable. Like, I don't know what the answer is because I thought it was gone about five weeks ago, bruv. So the fact that he's still there now is scaring me. I don't know how long they're going to leave it. The goal difference sticks out like a sore thumb as well, doesn't it? Oh, minus five.
0: five. How are you seventh in the league when it's minus five? I mean, if you look at everyone else minus five, league. you should be around 12th in the league.
1: We won those games 1-0. Like like Brentford, we scored two in stoppage time. Fulham was 1-0. Luton was 1-0. Games like Ooh, that, one nil. Luton was 1-0. Forest 3-2, I don't think we've won more, one game by more than one goal apart from Everton away. That's the only time we've scored. I mean, it is.
0: If you are looking 13th, Crystal Palace have lost nine games. Exactly, bro. So, with a minus five goal difference and lost nine games, you should really be around 12th or 13th. So, it's a bit of a miracle you're up to 7th, really. But, like you say, that could all change, especially with uh, Anana going to AFCON. Who's going to be your keeper that Bayern day?
1: Yeah, Balin. Yeah, Balin yeah, the Turkish keeper. But that's what I mean. Look at that. Brighton, Newcastle, and Wolves are below us, and they've all lost less games than us. That, that's mad. Like we are so bad. Like, I just can't
0: even. So you basically either won one nil or got slapped 3-0, basically.
1: <laughs> hardly any draws that in there. That's literally what we do, man. We either win one nil or get packed in. <laughs> We are so dead. 22 goals for 27 against. We've only banked 22 goals in 20 games, man. That's one a game average just over. That is, oh my gosh. I don't know how much more evidence people need to know this guy is not the guy, man. Right, let's just end
0: with that. Travis, what is it going to take to have that thick yellow ticker across the bottom of Sky Sports, Ten Hag sacked? Like, literally, how many defeats in a row That is it going to take or what needs to change? Do you know what I think level? it is? Because his name's
1: Ten Hag. They're waiting for the 10th defeat. That's the only thing I can think. One more loss, so it all marries up, mate. Synchronised. Ten Hag, 10 losses, mate. Which is like, is Ratcliffe in now? Nah, well, it's... Is efficient. he in the building? Nah, nah. I think it's going to take se- six weeks for the Premier League to have fully... A- approve it and then he can start work officially but any decisions that the club make now basically in the January transfer window in terms of ins outs, contracts that has to be approved by Ineos first before it's announced so for example Lindelof signed um they triggered his contract extension by a year today because it looks like Varan Evans and maybe Maguire might be going in the summer or two or three. So it doesn't look, I don't, we're not going to sign three centre-halves. Um, so it looks like he's probably just going to paper over the cracks for a year. So that leaves Martinez, Lindelof, um, one other. And then I, I'm sure we're going to go into the market for a centre-half in the summer. So, so yeah, there's going to be big changes over the next 18 months, two years. Like I said, it's intriguing for a neutral. You're never too far away, but it seems like we're absolutely miles away. And and if we don't get it right recruitment-wise and with the manager, we're going to be stuck in this situation for quite a long time.
0: Uh, and I hope that's the case, sincerely, as a Liverpool fan, of course. <laughs> um, Travis, cheers for coming on. Sorry that it's has to be a, another Man United defeat to... Uh, yeah, you stand under Ten Hag, but you know, you got to look on the bright side of life. Maybe this is another nail in Ten Hag's coffin, but uh, until it happens, we're never going to know. No, we're running um, out of
1: nails, man. <laughs> How many nails? That
0: coffin's airtight. <laughs> There's still life coming I'm out of Never it. getting out
1: of that coffin, man. Mm.
0: Right, nice one. Have um Happy New Year. We'll be back in the <laughs> new year 2024, which sounds like it's ages away, but it isn't. It's under 48 hours, 36 hours probably now. Uh, If anyone's made it this far and you're new to the channel, don't forget to like and subscribe. It helps us out loads and loads. We'll see you in the new year. Nice one. Cheers, Trav.